Today, we are deep diving into the new moon meaning and its energy. We will go over facts and also the energy of the moon for rituals and ceremonies and how you can use the energy of the new moon in your life as well. So let's start with some facts today. Do you know the moon does not emit its own light? It shines instead by reflecting the light of the sun. We see the phases in the moon by the relative positions of the earth, sun, and the moon. And at one point, this will vary the amount of the lunar surface that is reflected and will appear to be illuminated, hence the phases of the moon. The new moon phases repeats every 29.531 days, or 29.5 if you want to simplify it. It is considered in a one lunar month that this cycle will move through. So you're asking, what is a new moon? A new moon is essentially the opposite of a full moon. During a full moon, we see the side of the moon that is being illuminated by the sun, giving its bright glowing appearance. During a new moon, however, we see the side of the moon that is not having the light reflect on it by the sun, which makes the moon blend into the sky. So when the moon is considered new, it is located between the earth and the sun. And so in other words, the moon is right in line with the sun and the sun and the earth are on the opposite sides of the moon. The new moon marks the beginning of a lunar cycle. This means like we just talked about, the new moon is comes once a month. And because the moon takes about once a month, the 29.5 days to orbit the earth. In fact, the word moon shares its origins with the Latin word mentri, which means to measure, and menses, which means month. This in turn is where the women's menses terminology came because of their monthly cycle. So the moon's name is actually called the moon because it means used to measure the months. That's fascinating, isn't it? How the moon is called measure the months. I love that. So I don't know if you're thinking like I am. So what happens when there's an eclipse? Well, a solar eclipse only occurs within a few days of the new moon, but they do not happen at every new moon. And a lunar eclipse can only take place at a full moon. So why is this? This is due to the 5.1 degree tilt of the moon's orbit around the Earth compared to the Earth's orbit around the sun. The intersection of these two orbits is a line of nodes, and a solar eclipse occurs when this line is pointing towards the center of the sun. So when the moon is perfectly aligned with the sun and the earth, it casts a shadow onto the earth, which we experience as a solar eclipse, actually the darkening of the sun. Although the moon might be 400 times smaller than the sun, but also 400 times closer to the earth, both celestial bodies appear to be the same size in the sky. Hence, this and how is the moon can cover the sun. When this happens, we are talking about a total solar eclipse. How cool is that? If the moon orbited Earth at the same plane the Earth circles the sun, then we would have a total lunar eclipse at each full moon and a total solar eclipse at each new moon. But that doesn't happen because of that degree tilt we just talked about. A lunar eclipse happens on the opposite moon phase, at a full moon, when the Earth, sun, and the moon align in space with the Earth between the sun and the moon. And at such times, Earth's shadow falls on the full moon darkening the moon's face, and at mid-eclipse, sometimes turning it into a coppery red. We typically have four and seven eclipses, some partial, some total, some lunar, and some solar every year. 
Now we're going to dive in some new moon folklore. These are so fun and engaging. Did you know the new moon is strongly associated with gardening by the moon? According to the old age practice, one should plant vegetables that bear crops above ground during the light or the waxing of the moon from the day the moon is new to the day it's full. There are many holidays that are based on the moon phases to determine when they'll be placed. The date of Easter is determined by the moon phases. This is something I just learned. After the moon absence for a few days, it's kind of a lunar rebirth. Thus, many cultures revolve ceremonies around the first appearance of the new moon. As I was reading about all the different kind of folklore and traditions that are held around the new moon, Ireland had a whole bunch of different traditional beliefs and rituals that were commonly observed around new moons. They believed at the first sight of a new moon, a person's behavior could influence their fate until the start of the next moon cycle. They would borrow a piece of silver on the new moon and keep it in their pocket. And as the moon waxed and increased, so would their fortunes. Another similar one is you should jingle the change in your pocket when you see the new moon. You will come into money as the moon grows fuller. Another one is you should cut your hair during the new moon. A haircut or a beard trim done in the new moon will come out better than one done in the moon phase. It also states that your hair will go faster if you cut it on a new moon. So here's some more magic of the moon. For many pagans, Wiccans, Druids, and other spiritual religions and communities, the cycles of the moons are important to magical spell work or intentions. It is believed in some of these traditions that the waxy moon, the full moon, the waning moon, and the new moons all have their own special magical properties, and your spell work or intention setting should be done during these certain times. So this steps us into what is the spiritual meaning of the new moon. The new moon meaning is the mind is emerging into darkness. Because the nights are dark and they are illuminated only by the natural light of the stars and other celestial objects, the naked eye cannot identify the moon's proper position during this time. This is due to the fact that the new moon blends entirely into the darkness between the skies. The belief is that our mind does the same thing. A new moon also represents the start of the new lunar cycle like we were talking about earlier. It symbolizes new beginnings, so think of it as a cosmic reset. The new moon is the ideal time to set intentions and goals that will help you develop as the moon waxes towards fullness. Connecting to these lunar energies can find grounding and a sense of direction. That's the biggest thing. It's about giving us directions, our minds, our thoughts, our goals, our dreams, a direction to move towards. We want to use this energy of the new moon to achieve your goals and to start on a new project. You want to reflect on the old goals and set new ones. This is a perfect time to really sit and look at what part of my goal was I not able to achieve and why? Why was I stuck? Was there blocks? Was there mental stuff? Was there fears? This is a perfect time to start that reflection. And how you can make your goals into smaller ones. Maybe you made your goal seem overwhelming and too big and too consuming. So you can break it down into little pieces and do it in that aspect versus trying to take on the whole piece of the pie. You've heard me using the term waxy moon. So it's always after the new moon, the light starts to build and the moon gradually becomes more visual to us on earth. This phase between the new and full moon is called the waxy moon. 
This is the perfect energy you connect to list with your goals, dreams, intentions as we move towards the full moon. With using the waxing moon momentum for building this energy, working towards your goal, your intentions. You use this energy to build it up. Bring that project into realization. Use it to illuminate your dreams and these goals that you're setting forth. So why do new moons make us feel more introspective? Well, we're just talking about that, about the dark side of the moon, that darkness within, right? Those shadow pieces. We always put a negative connotation on these shadow pieces. But to me, the shadow part is the one that we carry all our gifts. We just hide them away. It's the time to really go deep within and have that introspection to find those beautiful little sparks of gifts that we carry within those shadow pieces that we tend not to let shine because of our fears, our limiting beliefs, and and so many lists of different things of why we don't bring it forth. It's a great time to retreat into our emotions and reflect on these feelings. What's keeping you blocked? What is that fear that's keeping you moving forward? Is it public speaking of being judged? It's, you know, worrying about how people think that you look or how you sound or how you pronounce things. What are those pieces that are keeping you moving forward that you're afraid to take on? So say you're, one of your things is financial. You have some financial blocks. What are some ways that you can start putting some money aside so you can start mating those goals? What are some creative ways of doing something extra so you can meet that or finding um, the product used instead of brand new? These are kind of some of the things I want you to sit with as you're exploring these goals and these potentials, these dreams, these intentions with this next new moon. Write down your goal and then I want you to make a list of what you feel may be blocking you from achieving that goal, that dream, that possibility and break that goal down. Break it down into pieces. Don't make it so big and so overwhelming that you just give up right away. You take on a piece and say, okay, today I'm calling these people for these contacts. Today I'm doing this part for this. And you take it into little bits and pieces. And that's how you break it out for your weekly goals. And you'll see each time you're getting closer and closer to that dream and to that goal. So let's step into some creative ways what you can do during a new moon. So like I was talking about, write down your intentions. When we write things down, we're more likely to remember and act on them. During a new moon, it's really essential to do that because we're literally laying that clean slate, that new beginning, that new reset of this new goal and this new possibility. And it's okay to reset. I think sometimes we beat ourselves up thinking, well, I didn't meet it this month. Well, you know what? Maybe there were some other things that were blocking the way. You had some other obligations. It doesn't mean you can't start again this month. I encourage you to write these down and read it out loud. Keep a list of your intentions of what you want. Keep your list right next to you, next to your bed. Put it on your mirror. Remind yourself of these goals that you're working through. I literally every single night have a notebook that I write down my goals that I'm trying to meet each week. And I don't beat myself up if I'm not able to meet them. But when I do meet them, I celebrate and I do little cute little doodles next to it. Like you did it. Good girl. You awesome. You rock. Yes. You know, 
you did it. Celebrate the small little things. Even if you're like, oh, that was so simple. Simple is good. It's one step forward than where you were before. Give yourself that pat on that back and say, yes, good job. I keep a list of my goals and the things that I want to achieve right next to my desk. So it reminds me of if I'm getting distracted with something, hey, refocus, get back on track, look at this. You know, what is the one piece that you can work on this today? Working with affirmations. What kind of energy do you want to bring in with this new cycle? So affirmations are a great way to clear what you want to bring in. Kind of make a list of affirmations and read them out loud. So the difference between intentions is that the intention is to set the tone for what you want to do. And affirmations are all about what you want to be and embody. There's a difference. One is setting, like just writing down that foundation. And the other one is embodying it, feeling it, visualizing it. They're both so key into manifestation and to bringing things into your life. So examples of a new moon um, affirmation, I'm confident. Abundance is embracing my life in this new cycle in so many beautiful ways. I am the light of spirit and it's expressed in every part of my life. Be creative with your affirmations. Make them yours. Feel them when you're saying them. Feel it resonate in your body and visualizing. And when you work with any intention or affirmation or um, anything that you're setting forth for a future event that you want to come forth, you always visualize it happening here and now. You see those conversations happening with those people. You see those inner um, interactions with people. You see that money being deposited into your bank account. You visualize it now. And the other key important is you feel it. What would it feel like to have that abundance in your life, to have that new friend that you've been calling forth? All that, you know, that lover you know what does that feel like to to have that interaction with them bring in those three pieces and you're gonna bring so much beautiful energy into your life remember a like attracts like and so if you believe it you feel it and you embody it guess what's gonna be answered in your life all those aspects one of my favorites and one we just talked about our last one is take a new moon reset bath So water-based rituals are always a great way to work with moon energy. The moon is closely linked with the water element, as we talked about before. Relax and reset. Get your favorite music playing, light candles. Get your essential oils and herbs and make that healing bath for yourself. Make it an ambience of balance, of intention, of clearing, of doing that clean slate. So whatever you're bringing in, you're doing it from a place of clarity and from a new place. It's a perfect time to really submerge yourself and to really set that new beginning and refresh your mind, body, and spirit all at the same time. Create sacred space. You guys hear me say this a lot. It's so important that the space that we're around, the energy that we are around is clear. We're always so good about clearing our physical space, but it's so important to also clear our energetic space. 
And it doesn't have to be this long, drawn-out ritual. It can be something very simple of setting that prayer and intention only the love and my higher spirits are allowed to communicate and clear my space. You get a little piece of sage and you smoke it out. Or you get a rattle or a drum and just play a few chords to clear that energy in that space around you. Creating sacred space intentionally is an excellent way to invite this new moon energy into your life. You know, get a surface, a dresser, a table, clear it of all the stuff and put your objects, your intentions, your list, the images that remind you of what you're calling in. Remember, the more intentional we are with something, the more energy that we give it, the stronger the magnet we're making for it to come forth into our lives. You know, sit with it as you're working in meditation. You know, light a candle that represents that light coming to you. Work with aromatherapy and oils to bring in that abundance into your life. You can work with crystals to add their extra energy to amp up the energy around you. Ground your aspect into this beautiful sacred space. One way to do this is light a candle, get some little bit of smudge, clear your space, and then write down your intentions, write down the blocks, write down all those pieces that you feel can be a hindrance. And then how can you find a different path, a different way? Because remember, there's just not always one way to get to one direction. There's so many different ways and be creative and, and look at those little small pieces and how you can get there and how you can find support around that. So I have a quick little ritual you can do to clarify your intentions. On a new moon, it's always like we were talking about, good to write down these intentions, your goals, your dreams. And let's use the universe for assistance in realizing them. Spells and rituals are always about beginning again, banishing the old and bringing in the new. So this is the time to do this. You can always cultivate your own ritual. Make it yours. It doesn't have to be set in stone. Your unique energy is you uniquely you. Use it. Be creative. Make your own thing. You don't have to go by the list. If you're called to do something, then do it. It doesn't have to be set in stone. That's what I love about energy. It's so fluid. It's so flexible. So for this ritual, we want sea salt, sage leaves or a smudge sage stick, a white candle, pen and paper, and any herbs or essential oils that you love that you're guided to. First, you're gonna light the sage and kind of let the smoke waft around your space and your body and kind of wash over you. Cleanse your space. We're making this from a clean slate, remember that. And once the smoke has filled all the corners of this space, you just let it relax and dissipate. Let the energy and negativity or whatever needs to escape go. Let it leave the room, the window, the door. Then I want you to start drawing yourself a nice hot bath. And in the hot bath, you pour the sea salt, the herbs, a few drops of those essential oils you were called to use. Relax, submerge yourself into that water. Shut your eyes and imagine just the beautiful white light surrounding you, removing all toxic thoughts, feelings, and attitudes around your body, your mind, your space, and your life. And once you're finished, I want you to think the water has cleansed. It's taken all those pieces away from you and see it being drained down into the drain. 
And after you get comfy and dressed, I want you to go to your altar or your workstation or whatever calls you and light the white candle. Why do we call in white? Well, white is that beautiful light of source. It is that energy of everything possible. It is the energy of purity of that resetness that we were just talking about. And sit with a positive attitude and think of what I want to bring in. Instead of thinking, I can't, I don't want you to words use the words, I can't, I won't, or not. I want you to do, I can, I am. Those are the words that you work with. I am going to be a successful author. I do have an amazing friends in my life. And I'm going to have even more amazing friends come into my life. Visualize it, see it, feel it, bring it in. And once you're finished, take the time to meditate with your intentions. Let that candle burn all the way down because it's carrying those intentions, those dreams, those things that you want to bring forth. Tape the paper to your mirror or keep it on your bedside table so you're always reminded of them manifestation is such a great place you're planting these seeds for the coming month for as it the moon unfolds so will your dream and so will it break out through that seed and start manifesting but remember it's also how you nurture and care for it pay attention to your thoughts pay attention to your things if you're having challenging thoughts around it say no this is not my truth my truth is that it, this will be present in my life my truth is that this can and will happen and see it and visualize it so pieces i don't want you to do during this new moon don't spend time with naysayers if you told someone your dream and they've told you things of like oh that's impossible what are you thinking don't put your energy around them don't let them blow out your candle you need to be around people that believe in you that cheer you on and sometimes we can't share are things that we're working on because the people don't they can't have that vision they can't see it that's their block that and you can't carry that block with you as your voice and your truth so it's really important that you surround yourself with people that want to share and explore that same energy with you and if you don't have it then keep it like a little secret in a little treasure box because it will unfold for you i promise you but don't let someone else's energy take you out Second one, don't get stuck in the past. Stay present. Look forward to your future with optimism. Don't get bogged down with the worries. Let it go and be now. So what do I mean by that? It's like maybe you set this goal a few months ago and it just wasn't able to manifest for some reason because there was blocks, fears, life, you know, challenges. And maybe you took on too much at one time. So that's okay you know step into like this is gonna happen and this go into smaller pieces with it and move forward to it don't get stuck because it didn't look out or didn't manifest the way that you wanted to be open receive because things come in different directions especially with spirit spirit doesn't like to come through the front door it likes to come through the cracks through the chimney and through the cracks on the floor and never comes through the front door let me tell you third don't say no to new opportunities, people, or experience. While the new moon is a time to release, 
the new moon is a time to build, create, and spark new projects. So pay attention to who's coming in. The new relationships, experiences, opportunities. Everything's there for growth, for potentials, for a new direction, a new way. So stay open to receive. Thank you for joining me today about this new moon exploration. I hope you learned a little tidbit about the new moon energy and ways to bring it into your daily rituals and monthly new moon manifestations. Don't forget to check out my other podcast and go online to, to see my metaphysical store where I do have product items like bath salts and essential oil mixes to help you bring in the energy of the moon and any other manifestation things that you're working with. Hit like and subscribe and I'd love to hear how the new moon has been working for you. you can go to alteredhaven.com, follow me on social media. I can't wait to, to become your friend.